about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for. It's showtime. I think you muted. Hold on. I am muted. Damn it, I always keep doing that. And it's showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Circle Debate Podcast, episode 151. Here, ladies and gentlemen. The host of the one I've been seeing, of course, I'm here with me, familia, mi hermano, my blood and mi sangre right here, ladies and gentlemen. And that is, of course, Mr. DeLorean himself. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Bro, you don't need any roads where this man takes you, ladies and gentlemen. He is Mr. No Roads himself. He is Mr. DeLorean himself, my brother, mi hermano, my family, Mike Norris. What is going on? They're what, out. what up, what up, what up, man? So glad to be back. Huge three-year anniversary today. I'm so fucking excited. Thank you so much. I just want to say real quick, you know, I am so blessed that you made me a part of this show. Thank you so much for letting me join the show. And I'm so fucking happy and just so incredibly grateful and so proud of the accomplishment that you made with three years. You know I mean? That is a huge accomplishment. It, it absolutely is. And I appreciate you very much for being part of this, brother. You. you know, I so much. I mean, I'm, I'm speechless because it's like three years, damn it. But, hey, we're doing it. We're making it strong. And shout out to Nick, of course, from the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you Nick? coming in. What up? What is going on? But, yes, man, three years. You know, going strong. Of course, we're doing it early because it's on May 9th. But, however, we're doing it early because, yeah, the way it is during the week, we're not going to be available during the week. So, we got to do it before. That is right. Shout out to the notorious D.O.M. What is going on? I appreciate you very much. I appreciate you, brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, let's see. Oh, shout out. What is going on? My tribal chief. What is going on? My tribal chief. What up? What up? Yes. Yes. And of course, the J Man. What is going on, J Man? Oh man, thank you so much, man. Yes, that's right. So before we even start, oh, thank you so much. And oh, great, and thank you so much. I oh, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you very, very much. Before anything else, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget if you're watching this not only on Circle Debate YouTube and Twitch, you're also watching this on the Blood on Entertainment Network on Twitch and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to all of them and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Make sure you do that and. As we provide you such good shit of content here, especially on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Speaking of that, before we even kick off the show, so let's show you what we're having on on May 9th coming up.
right. That's great. And it's coming to you on all your devices, as J-Man would say. This Tuesday, May 9th, the Director's Cut is coming to you to the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Stay tuned for that. You do not want to miss that. That will be at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, and 6 o'clock Pacific Center Time. So make sure you are subscribed and get that notification right there, that button right below, so you can catch it and you do not want to miss it as we're going to see the debut of the Director's Cut. That is for sure. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I am so stoked. Well, streets, my man. What's going on, man? Appreciate you tuning in. I am excited. I'm excited for this. What happened 24 hours ago, and that is, of course, WWE backlashes. We're gonna get into the recap here. I'm gonna speak a bit of overall. We'll go a couple of details of the matches, but man, I know you missed the watch along there. I know you were busy, but man, we had an incredible watch along. If you guys missed it, go back to the Blood Entertainment Network to catch that incredible excuse me watch along as we did a fantastic job and you know shout out to everybody who was all, all you know a part of the watch along of course the host the tribal chief hosting it on along you know with the notorious dom with the first lady of course jd from wrestle bread and podcast and graden as well and of course nick that was there too as well so it was a fantastic time but man break it down brother give us your take Overall, thank you so much, Miss Lee. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to JD. That's right, first, first lady. lady, first lady. Oh, what's going on? What's good, Justin? What's going on, man? What is going on? But man, break it down, brother. Give us your thoughts of WWE Backlash. I thought Backlash was a highly successful show. First of all, you know, I mean, shout out to the island of Puerto Rico, Puerto Rican native, right here. I loved that that crowd was so hot the whole night. They came to represent. I love that they were loud and proud. You know, they they were chanting along with all the usual chants. They were singing along for Seth Rollins. They were singing along for Nakamura. They they showed their uh, their natives some a lot of love with uh, with Selena Vega, with Bad Bunny, who by the way is the motherfucking man. Bad Bunny fucking killed it last night. If anybody who hates on Bad Bunny being on the show, fuck you, because Bad Bunny showed why he fucking deserves to be in that ring. What up, what up, Tim? Thanks for being there, homie. The banger. We're the banger of podcasting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I thought it was a great show overall. You know what I mean? Every matchup really delivered. Um, I enjoyed it from start to finish. You know, that, that women's match between EO Sky and Bianca Belair was awesome. That crowd was really showing that they wanted some change, though. They were really behind EO Sky, which I thought would have faction cast. I thought that they really showed that they wanted to be, you know, they wanted some change with EO Sky. I thought that um, the matchup, the three-way matchup between Bronson Reed, uh, Austin Theory, and Bobby Lashley was pretty dope. I thought that with uh, Bronson Reed hitting a fucking moonsault, I didn't even know that that guy could hit a moonsault, but going for a moonsault, nasty. The uh, the six-man tag matchup was fun with the Usos and showing uh, showing some dissension there with Solo and Jay Uso. I mean, I think that's the next story going forward. Like, what's going to happen with the Usos and Solo? Can they control their younger brother? Is Solo going to try to take out the Usos? Will he try to take out the Tribal Chief? Who knows? Does he have a mind of its own? I think that's going to be very interesting. I loved, loved, loved the Selena Vega versus uh, Rhea Ripley matchup. Thought that that was really awesome, especially with uh, Selena Vega representing for Puerto Rico. Main event was really cool. We figured Cody Rhodes was going to win. Didn't expect to see all that blood. You know, I thought it was a cool way for Cody Rhodes to win without, you know, decisively beating uh, Brock Lesnar. 
But the matchup, I think that everybody wants to talk about the match. Oh, before I go into that, I think that Omos and Seth Rollins was really good as well. So anyone who hates on Omos, stop fucking hating on that man. I think that he could put on a good matchup, and he proved it with his match with Seth Rollins. I had fun watching it. I don't know about you, but I had fun watching it. But <laughs> that main event, I mean, that the, 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 the co-main event, right? One of the two main events. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest was fucking fire. I don't care what anyone says. First off, shout out to Savio Vega. I remember growing up, and I was like the only Savio Vega fan in my school. You know why? Because I'm Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? I was the only one who liked him. Everyone was like, oh, Savio Vega sucks. He's nobody. But that man represented. You remember the Los Boricuas? Oh, man. He represented for us. You know what I mean? I love Savio Vega. And shout out to Carlito. Carlito looked amazing. But Bad Bunny put on a hell of a performance. I don't know who said it. Uh, Logan Paul over uh, Bad Bunny. Hey, it's close because Logan Paul could go in the ring. Bad Bunny had less training and less time in the ring than Logan Paul. But Bad Bunny, I think, is up there. He's fucking nasty. The man is a superstar. I don't know if people really understand how big of a star Bad Bunny is. This is not your B-list celebrity coming in for a tag match, getting a few punches in, and then that's it. Bad Bunny... He was just the fucking headline of Met Gala. He was the headline of both nights of Coachella. You know who else headlined it both nights of Coachella in the history of Coachella? Nobody. The only man to headline two nights in a row. Bad Bunny. He's a, the biggest uh, recording artist right now. And he's in there and putting on fucking bangers in the ring. If Bad Bunny wanted to quit his career in music just to join the wrestling business, I think he would fit right in. Shout out to LWO. Shout out to that man. Shout out to everybody, the legends who showed up. Amazing, amazing moment for Puerto Rican professional wrestling. A, a island that has a lot of history. You know I mean? WWC with Carlos Colon, you know, some of those crazy bloodbaths with Bruiser Brody and Abdullah the Butcher. Puerto Rico has a lot of professional wrestling history, and I thought that this show was amazing to bring to the island of Puerto Rico. And because that crowd, not to keep on going here, but because that crowd... Oh, by all means, don't stop, man. Continue. <laughs> I appreciate you. I wasn't on the watch one. I wish I was. You know I mean? There was a lot of shit. I'll definitely be on the next one. But because that crowd was so hot, because that show was so good and that crowd loved every moment of it, I hope that it's not another 26 years before we fucking see WWE in Puerto Rico again. Amazing SmackDown, amazing backlash. Bring the WWE to Puerto Rico more often. I think that they would love it. And I think that what we saw last night and what we saw on SmackDown shows that that crowd would love to have the WWE back a lot sooner than this. I believe the last show before this was like 13, 14 years ago. It was the new year's resolution 2005. So please let's make this a regular stop on the WWE touring because that crowd was all into this show. Absolutely. I mean, you nailed it right in the coffin, brother. Well said. I mean, you know, this crowd was insane. I enjoyed this crowd. Like, a lot of things I really enjoyed was EO Sky getting her moment. That was was a a great opening matchup between her and Bianca. She had her moment. I never thought the crowd would cheer. And you can see in EO's eye, her expression was like, oh, my God, they're cheering for me so big right now. Yeah. And it was just so so amazing to see EO having her moment. And then then also as well, I mean, Selena Vega, man, just look at it right there, that Puerto Rican flag. It just hurt. Just, oh, my God. And then. Her family's right there in front row, and she's right there, like, tearing eye, like, and, you know, for the, the whole crowd is saying, yo soy un boricua pa que, tu, pa que tu lo sepas, like, 
okay, I am Puerto so you know. So I'm like, okay. I, I, last night I'm like, okay, I thought they said like discoteca. I, I, I thought I meant in this place. But then when I heard it again this morning, I'm like, oh, that's what they said. So, so you know. So it's like, so you're Boricua, para que tú sepas, para que tú lo sepas, meaning like I am a Barbarican, so you will know that I'm a Barbarican. And I'm like, I loved it. It was fantastic. And just for her to be crying, teary-eyed, got me a little bit teary-eyed too. I to cry a little bit, but you know what? I held myself, but I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Rollins and almost, look, that you, you mentioned too, like there's, I don't hate on almost. I commend that man for taking this this L, even though he's been taking a lot of L's as of late. But the matches he's been booked for with high, you know, high caliber stars, like you know, we've seen like we've seen him with Strowman, we've seen him with Lesnar, we now we've seen him, you know, with Seth Rollins, and he 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 did a fantastic job. I know he's a big man; it's hard to sell DDT, but he did great. And shout out to almost for doing a fantastic job. Uh, him versus Rollins. Another thing, you know, Austin Theory, great way to retain it. And I called it too when we were on the Wrestling Red podcast. I called it that he was going to pin Bronson Reed because I know they were going to protect Lashley. But man, the finish of it is what I expected. And I know people were upset, but nah, come on, it's Austin Theory, man. He's on, on, on right now, he's on top of the food chain right now. He is getting up there. And I'm happy for Theory to, you know, to get his moment, you know, as well. The same goes for, you know, Bad Bunny. That should have been the main event. I know people and everybody on social media and everybody else were like, why was this not the main event? Because it was it's kind of hard to follow this after that. I mean, you had the six-man tag. You could tell by KO's face was pissed off. Like, how am I going to – how are we going to follow up with this until, you know, this match that happened before us, like, you know – how can we absorb that? How can we can continue getting that momentum? And then the main event, Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. It's just like, what the fuck happened there? Like it just it just it was just so quick, very simple. I wanted Rhodes to beat Lesnar clean, but he did beat him clean. I have to take it back. But I I didn't expect it to be this clean. I wanted to be a different, I wanted him to. This is what I could like. It looked like to me in the beginning of it when he, when Lesnar started bleeding. I'm like, okay, he busted himself open in the head of the turnbuckle, the exposed turnbuckle, and then seeing that, I thought for a moment, okay, we're gonna get Cody snapping, going that ruthless aggression. Like, all right, let's go. Oh, I thought he was gonna hit three crossroads. He gonna hit two. Then I'm like, and he kicked out. I'm like, come on, man. We should have got him the third one. Good luck with the charm. That shit would have been awesome. But man, but the crowd overall, man, this was, it was amazing. I graded it last night on the watch along the B minus. I still, I, I, you know, I watched the, the the show again this morning before we, you know, tuned in. I still give it a B minus. The crowd was insane. I think the crowd was the one that really had a limit. And I'm with you. They need to continue to make these more international pay per views more often because we've seen it already, like in, in Cardiff, we've seen it in, in in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, and now we've seen it here in Puerto Rico. Man, we got to see it more often. Outside of you know North America, we gotta go more like Mexico. We gotta go more heading more Europe. You know, I know UK wants a WrestleMania. Fuck it, give them a WrestleMania. They've been asking for that shit. So I mean, yeah, let me see what underground. Yeah, Wembley, Mar- <laughs> yeah, Wembley right? Exactly. <laughs> Pedro Marley would have been proud of the pay per view last night. Yes, he would have been proud. Yeah. Sign Carlito and Primo. Uh, yeah, I'll play it for you underground because I know. You have been a loyal fan, and I appreciate you very much. Give me what I want. Give no, me what no, I want. 
Gotta give him what he wants. Native. <laughs> oh, that's right. He is Puerto Rican. Yeah, I thought right? when Sabio Vega was like going like this, I thought if uh, what's it called? Saliva started playing and Batista came out, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I walk alone. <laughs> oh my god, that shit would have been crazy. Like, what happened? Homo uh, sapien <laughs> from the start. Glad to see the movement. Or, yes. Omo, hashtag homo sapien. That's what we're gonna start mm-hmm. doing now. <laughs> Mecha this Wolf is a random Wolf. thought, but uh I just realized that for Selena Vega and Rhea Ripley, these are the battles of the women of the House of Black because <laughs> Selena Vega being with Malachi Black and Rhea Ripley being with Buddy Matthews. This is this is interesting that you know both of their their guys are partners. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were at the bar. Like I was saying last night, I was watching. Like, I'm like, they're probably at the hotel, the bar, probably watching this in their phones. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, you know, Buddy Matthews was consulting Malachi. Yeah, man, she's making us proud, man. She's making me proud. I'm pretty sure Malachi was teary eyed when he saw his wife teary eyed having her moment. I wish she was there because I think it would have been an awesome moment for him to be there alongside with his wife. And she finally got the spotlight. And that's what we needed for her. And instead of being her a manager, rather have her more like in getting more roles like this and more spots like this. That woman deserves that. She worked her ass off to be. She's taken every fucking bullet, everything to even being a jobber. Now it's time for her to fucking be someone now, especially now when she's with LWO. And I like the fact that you know LWO is getting more highlights. Now we got Legado getting more highlights. You know that's. But we needed for that, and I'm happy for. I'm so happy for LWA and mainly Selena, because now she needed. She needed this moment, and you know, Rhea. On the other hand, I, I man, that woman is a beast, man. I can't say nothing much. I mean, I, I don't know how. I don't know what you grade overall and this event. I don't know. Break it down. How, how do you feel about the like? What, um, what would be the grade for you? I say A plus greatest show I ever saw in my life. No, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, I, I think B plus is a it's a fair analysis. I think that I will go with the same thing. You know, as awesome as the show was, I do think that there was like little things here and there that I would have changed. But I definitely give it a strong B plus, and I think that that crowd though, that crowd A plus all day. The crowd made it so much better. Like I loved it. But I think B plus is fair. Yeah, that's true. Shout out to Dylan. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. War the Lead Podcast. Dylan. Appreciate you, Dylan. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Ah, you speak Spanish. Was, oh, eres latino también. I said, no puedo dar a, do, a todas lo que quieres. <laughs> yep, you can't give everything what you want. Yep, yep, I know. <laughs> I know. But, man, I was I was happy. Um, one thing that we noticed, too, I don't know if you noticed that Rhea Ripley's ring attire had dum-dum on down there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I did not expect that from, from from Rhea and Dom, especially. I I didn't expect. I don't know if you expected, but I did not expect. No, I didn't. That. All I know is what's called. They all were rocking their white. You know what I mean? Everyone in Judgment Day was rocking the white, looking like uh, all uniformed. Hold on, let me see something. Let me see. I think I have it here. I have it here. There you go. This is the one I wanted right here. Let's see. Right there, you see. Yeah, I was that? looking for oh. it right now on the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right there, baby. Like, look at that, Jesus, Dom. And then you see Dom already, like, hey, 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 I'm, I'm your mommy. Yes, hey, you need that shirt, JD. If you're watching this, you need that shirt for sure. It's funny, his buddy is probably what's called 
Looking like, watch your hand, motherfucker. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure you didn't tell him that. Oh, oh, man. But that was awesome, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Let's get into some other news. Now that we got the news, of course, in the press conference, Triple H revealed. He revealed that there was going to be four triple threats, two on each show, two on SmackDown, two on Raw. They'll face each other the same night. And then, of course, the finals will be, I guess, the night of champions to crown a new world heavyweight champion. But why two matches on SmackDown? Who are the participants? As you saw earlier Twitter today, they will be revealing revelation today of who are these participants on these four triple threat matches. And I'm excited to see who's involved in that. I mean, that's that's for sure. I mean, I'm excited. But De Niro, what are your takes about this? First of all, because it's been a while we haven't talked about this new world title. About the, the new world title and about this tournament, does it make sense for you that I thought it was going to be exclusively for Raw, why we're having two matches on SmackDown. That's where I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> That's all Nick was saying. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't get it either. Uh, first, let me let me uh, answer your first question. I think that it's good that Raw is going to have their own championship. I like it. I think that the title looks nice. Um, I think I said it on uh, TK show. I said that it looks like the big gold belt <laughs> and the um, attitude error uh wwe championship they they conceived the baby and this is it right here because it looks like a fuse between those two titles but um i, I like the title and i like the fact that raw is going to have a world championship and it also protects roman reigns he doesn't have to you don't have to strip him of one of the titles just because you know you need another title on the other show so you keep roman reigns strong you keep him going forward with his uh his march to a thousand days which by the way by the end of this month he'll be at a thousand days that is crazy to think about but yeah, I think that that's cool, and I like the title. I like the design. I know a lot of people are saying that the design is ugly, but, you know, it, it's it's better than just bringing back an old title. I know everyone likes nostalgia, but this is something new. You know what I mean? Why look backwards, bring something new? I like the title. Um, as for the tournament, I totally agree. I think that when Triple H announced that whoever drafts Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns is their champion, and then the other com- the other brand will have this title – when it was announced that Roman Reigns was drafted to SmackDown, you assumed that this was just going to be a Raw exclusive title. So why are we getting matches on SmackDown? You know, I think that one that spoils that whoever is coming into the finals from SmackDown is going to lose the matchup to the person coming in from Raw at Night of Champions. And if the SmackDown person does win it, does that mean that they're now moving to Raw? Like, why do this so close to the draft? The draft was to supposed to bring separation between two rosters and just a couple weeks later we're already fusing both rosters again i think that this should have been a raw tournament i think that having it you know just run on raw would make it more prestigious for the raw championship instead of having it on smackdown because yeah now you do have the uh, possibility of that title beating on smackdown we which i know it's not they're going to keep it on raw but just having that makes it a little more predictable because now if the finals is one raw one smackdown guy you know who's going to win. It's going to be the Raw guy. So, Oh, yeah. For sure. And it looks like, yeah, it looks like they did announce the participants. I'm looking for right now the list of who are mm-hmm. participating in this. So bear with me when I get that right now. Looks like. Um, let's see. Ah. Breaking news. Yeah, breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. It's here. So we have the 12 participants in this tournament. So it is 12, right? Yeah, so four times three. So it gets 12. Yeah, so it's because I guess it's 12. And here are the followings that we have. And let me actually get this picture now that I 
but they haven't put po- they only post a list of the names but nothing of the actual 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 um there's no uh brackets or anything no there's no brackets i mean they just announced who's going to be participating but they haven't announced of uh what like what match and what match let me just pull it up right here here we go let's put it here Oops. this and we put this right here and there you go that's what we have right there so we have seth rollins cody rhodes nakamura the miz damian priest Finn Bala, austin theory bobby lashley ray mysterio sheamus edge and aj styles oh shit. that is stacked that is stacked that is stuck. I don't uh, see. Now, now the question is: Are this is going to be what? Like, the question is this. Let's go on before I even ask that. Before I even ask that, let me just go. Okay, so who's on Raw? So we have Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Nakamura, Miz, uh, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and that's it for and, Raw. That's it for Raw, right? So there's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's six. All right. So then you have on SmackDown, you have Theory, Lashley. Mysterio, Sheamus, Edge. Okay. Oh, okay. I see what he's doing. All right. So that's six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now here's the question: How would you book this? How would you book this triple threat? Who would you put in the first one? Yeah, I mean, it, was it announced it's going to be two triple threats, and then I guess the two winners of those triple threats face off in the same night to see that's who's what going? They, uh, yeah, that's what they said. Right. Yeah. So I mean, who do you? Yeah, I just think how you would you for the first one? I think you do. Uh, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor, right? So Seth Rollins has to go against two members of the Judgment Day, which means once he when he wins, he had to you know defy the odds. Uh, you probably do Cody, Shinsuke, and The Miz. Either way, I think it's going to come down to Seth Rollins and Cody for the Raw side. Um, for the SmackDown side, you probably do Theory. I, I want to stay away from Theory and Lashley. They're, they've been in three ways, like twice now. It was Theory, Lashley, and Seth, and then Theory, Lashley, and Reed. So stay away from that. I would do Theory, AJ, and maybe Edge, and then Lashley, Mysterio, and Sheamus. Um, either way, I think that it should come down to Bobby Lashley and Edge or AJ. I mean, I don't think they're going to put it on AJ right now because I think AJ, he's still got a ease himself back from his injury. So I doubt you have him win a matchup where he has to go two matches in one night. If he's still just coming back from injury, hasn't had a match yet. Mm-hmm. I think that Bobby Lashley and edge is going to be the two guys from SmackDown side. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think that what we see at the pay-per-view at night of champions or the PLE, I say edge and Seth Rollins. Why not? Ooh, I like that. Oh, hell yeah. I like that. I actually like that. That's, Damn it, General. Give him, give this man the pencil, then. Such good shit. Good shit, then. Yes. Oh, I'd love it. Yes. But it's going to be, yeah, I can't wait to, to see Raw tomorrow. That's going to be exciting to see. Oh, I like that. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I can't count on with that. I think I like that. I actually like that book. I, I, not wrong with it. But damn it, I want AJ, though. But I know AJ, no, you're going to be on SmackDown with the Tribal Chiefs. I already know. Which is gonna be a good feud for the, you know the OC and the Bloodline if they get their shit together because we saw what happened yesterday. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, let me see. We'll look at in the chat before we move on to the C. All right, fantasy booking. WWE will McIntyre, Riddle, 
Balor, Nakamura, Rollins, or Gargano, or Rick, and Ricochet versus Cody Rhodes. I like that. I was I like surprised that. that I didn't see Drew McIntyre's name on that list. I know. I think something's going on there. I think because they also removed them from Money in the Bank, the the, the posters. So yeah. uh, they removed them from that promo. So they put uh, they put Roman Reigns as a replacement. So it looks like they're really having this you know contract dispute. So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Let's see. If that's the why you don't want to lose. So. Drew McIntyre, whatever you want, I give him. I, I that's not somebody you want to lose and have go to AEW. He's a huge star. Let's see what fact. Let's see. Felicidades por todo por tres años cerca de bate. Grita la línea de sangre. Sí, mi sangre aquí, sangre. You already know it. Sí, a ver. Sí, hablo español. Estoy tomando mucho diólogo y está haciendo ejercicio. Ah, okay. We're working out. There you go. Good job. The oh, so man. Jesus, I, we'll see. I feel bad for I, honestly. McIntyre should not even dare to go to AEW. Like if he fucking leaves to go to AEW, what are you gonna? You're not gonna get the same push what you're getting in WWE. You're not gonna get it. I, I'll tell you still, what. McIntyre is from where? Ah, uh, he is from Scotland though. Scotland's a part of the UK. That's if he's true. a free agent by the time All In comes around, that would be huge. What up, Brian Cook? What up, Brian? What's going on? Says Bobby makes most most sense. Yeah, that could make sense too. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I don't know, man. So I get you. I, I get your point though. But here's the thing, though. Okay, you're gonna have one night there, right? And what what happens after? What's gonna happen with him after? That's the thing. He resigns. <laughs> he goes inside the WWE. He's like, oh my god, that shit would be funny. Nah, I would like him in New Japan, to be honest. Think oh about the bangers Drew would have in New Japan. Him and Okada would be a fucking classic. Oh, definitely. I think that would be an instant classic. Oh, my God. That, whoo, that's, uh, I got to do it. I got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go Nitty on that. Yes, that is for sure. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't necessarily go to AEW. Maybe a few matches here and there, but not sign full-time. Hmm. All right, then the last topic here before we move to the AEW. Speaking of AEW, it is all over, ladies and gentlemen. As you could tell, last week was the ending of let me see. Imagine Drew Ishii. Oh yes, Brian. Oh, that'll be oh, getting getting me tingly over here. Jesus. Uh, but man, it's over. The end of the era, the end of AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation. It is officially over, so start crying. Man. Yes, because this man right here, next to the Nero, that man is the cause of it to end the dark and dark elevation. Now, because you're gonna have this one in the middle, up there with us, you see us in the middle of AEW Saturday Collision, which will be on TNT. Yep, right there, right there, around there. <laughs> Somewhere around there, but now you're gonna have this because Tony Khan made some visual, he got rid of it. Now we're gonna have AEW Saturday Collision on TNT. And that's it. Oh, Jesus. Tony Khan. Ah, Let's fucking go. That's how he feels. That's how he feels when he's next to CM Punk. Now we're gonna get that. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I did like um, Dark and Dark Elevation. It highlighted a couple people, like especially a lot of the people that are from the Indies. Like, shout out to Viva Band, like, here in SoCal. She's gone through a lot, and she's done a hell of a performance. 
you know, even though she jobbed out to the, you know, to the top stars there, but she put up a good fight. Look at AR Fox. He was there. And look, look what happened to him. He got signed because of that. You know, the one was Andretti was another guy who was a, he stood out in dark and Jericho said, I want to fight him, you know? No. <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> you know what? Hold yes, on. I, I got to play it. I got to play for him. Hell. You're lying. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> You're not going to miss that. What? You don't even watch those programs. <laughs> not even. Oh, Tribal Chief. That is, oh, Jesus. Why would you say that? No. You, you're not going to miss it. Hell no. Hell no. You didn't hear that uh, me and Devin were going to be doing a wrestling DeLorean where we go back in time and watch every dark and dark innovation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that'll be the day. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. Let's see what faction um, obtenera un pop y luego se peleará conmigo. Buen amigo mi confer y conferente Chris Jericho. Un saludo a mis an animadores deportivos. Ah, sí, claro. Ah, oh, sí. A ver, let's see. Okay, yeah. Let's see. Oh, yeah. mm, Jesus. I'm... <laughs> oh, damn it. But now we're gonna have this show. I know there was a, I know it was BS that this on social media they post up saying that hey, this is gonna be the roster on the Saturday Collision, and it was CM Punk, FTR, and they had other talents. But I, I of course, thank God, you know that it was all BS because I was gonna say, nah, this cannot be true. Uh, but like I said, I mean, you know, I'm gonna miss Dark and Dark Elevation. And I don't, and of course, Paul White. You know what? People don't give credit to credit to Matt Menard and Paul White as commentators was actually a good duel. I actually enjoyed Menard as a commentator. You go back and look at that shit on YouTube, and you'll see Menard. I, he, that guy has a lot of charisma, and that guy could speak on the mic. He could, you know, give his two cents about anything. But yeah, I'm kind of in a way, it's fine, it's over. You know, don't need it. But here's the thing that I want to digress very brief before passing to you, the neuro. This shit, you could have taken at least one of them gone, one of them off, and use that extra one and put it, use it for Ring of Honor. Have Ring of Honor on YouTube. Put it how they used to have it on YouTube back in the days. Do that at least. Or fuck, put Rampage or something, man. It's just, I digress. I'm just saying, like, this could have been used so differently. Instead of having two shows, have one only, use the other one to use, you know, for Ring of Honor or for Rampage, anything. But now we're going to get this collision. I don't know, De Niro, break it down. What's your thoughts overall out of all of this? Are you going to miss Dark Dark Elevation? And your thoughts of Saturday Night Collision with CM Punk? Um, First off, Dark and Dark Elevation, I feel like they serve their purpose. But, yeah, if you're not going to have it, I totally agree. That spot could have been for Ring of Honor. And I remember when they first mentioned that they purchased Ring of Honor. I believe it was me and you on here saying, hey, you already have two shows on YouTube. Make one of them Ring of Honor. And now you're getting rid of those two shows on YouTube. And you're using at the live events, you're using Ring of Honor now as the pre-show. Because the Ring of Honor show is now the, what's it called, before AEW. So technically that's your dark show. But you got to pay for that. But dark was free. So... That, that's where it gets a little weird because Ring of Honor, basically, if you watch AEW Dark and then you watch the Ring of Honor Weekly Show, 
not much of a difference. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty much AEW Dark with maybe one or two big names in it. So I feel like they're already AEW Dark, so why not just put them on that YouTube spot? You know what I mean? But regardless, it is what it is. I don't think that AEW is going to hurt too much by losing AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation. As for AEW Collision, I think that if this was to replace Rampage, that'd be one thing, right? If you're going to give Rampage another hour and then you're going to make it a separate show, that'd be cool. But now you have three shows, right? You have five hours of television. You have Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Rampage, nobody watches anyway. And then on top of that, you're doing all this just because CM Punk can't get along with people? That's the rumor. (laughs) That's the rumor. Yo, think about it. The brand split in the WWE, right, was not because Edge and Matt Hardy was fighting over Lita in real life. It was because they had a big roster and they were trying to make separation and uh, competition between the two. So the thing is, it's like, I, I don't know, like, if this is actually a smart move. One, I, I'm not mad at separating the, the roster a little bit because you have a huge roster and so many people don't get opportunities to shine. Now you have two shows where you could give these guys opportunities, where guys like Roosh, who is an amazing star, and we see him get shine, and then he's not on TV for months, like he can now be weekly. You know what I mean? These guys who we don't see all the time but are assigned to that roster – we could see them wrestle more often because now there's two shows instead of one. So for the opportunities this is going to provide for people, I think it's a great idea. But mm-hmm. to do this because CM Punk can't get along with the elite or John Moxley, that's where things are like, are we seriously going to give this guy his own show? Like, was this in the works? If CM Punk and the, the elite never got into that fight, was there actually, you know, going to be another show? two hours on TV live. And then if you think about it at the pay-per-views, right? If the rumors are true, like this is all speculating. If the rumors are true, that this is the reason why we have this show. But if the rumors are true and it's because they can't get along, what's going to happen at the pay-per-views when you have, you know, all these guys in the same place, or are you going to have the brand uh, pay-per-views where some pay-per-views are for dynamite? Some pay-per-views are for collision. It's going to make shit real messy what up, Chris? Real messy. What Big up, Chris? Mess. It can be a bukkake of a mess. <laughs> Cocky of a mess. Yeah, you're a bukkake of a mess, baby. Look at that. I'm like definitely that. not. AEW <laughs> <laughs> hey, has shown they need more TV time for wrestlers. Yes. I, I definitely agree with that. That's why I said I love the fact that more guys are going to get opportunities. But if this is just because CM Punk can't get along with the elite, then that's fucking stupid. And we need to stop catering to this man's ego. That's true. Speaking of catering to someone's ego... Right, CM Punk also is showing up all over the fucking place anyway. So even if he doesn't end up on Collision, he might end up in Impact. He might end up in WWE. Who knows? He's backstage playing Uno with fucking uh, Jordan Grace. Who knows? All right, keep talking. I got something for you. Just on that subject, you can see CM Punk Collision stuff. It's like having my son asking me for certain sweets. He likes that I get the ones that he hates, and his mom gets the one that he likes. Childish. Yeah, I'm with you on the ground. That's for sure. I mean, AEW has a huge women's division to keep growing, but Dynamite alone only features them, what, two matches a week, plus Ring of Honor badly needs to be on YouTube. I'm with you too, Brian. That's when we're we're fighting for that. You hear De Niro. He's digressing about it, and he's making valid points. You know, it's- since, since Rampage will be 
just another fucking show and it's the third show. Why not make Rampage an hour of all women? Let's make Rampage an all women show for AEW. Because think about it, we don't need a third show. We need a separate show. We need something different because you already have Dynamite and now you're going to have Collision. That's four hours of wrestling and it's probably going to be two women's matches. Might as well give the women something to really, you know, own and like call their own. And you could make Rampage that show. And of, yo, first of all, what up, Chris? Like, I haven't fucking seen you in weeks. Hey, so on that point, I'll start there. Everything that AEW films, besides like pay per views, is all filmed in one day. So you have to consider, like, when we went to Dynamite, it was Dark Rampage Dynamite, and it does wear on you four and a half, five hours, including like off air time. That does wear on you. So I don't know if your idea was to add an hour to that or just supplement an hour because I think they're getting rid of dark, right, or elevation. Yeah, that, that, that's we're not we're not subject that they're getting rid of dark and elevation, and well, because are you rid of both of them. Yeah, they're getting rid yeah. of both of them. But I was saying since they're they're going to be shooting collision separately, right? So it's going to be its own show. Collision. Oh, oh, collision is the new show that AEW starting for CM Punk because CM Punk can't get along with half the roster, so he's so just they going gave to him his own. Like wrestling show, and then he'll be on it, and then whoever he kind of picks to be on it. Yeah, pretty much. Here's here's CM Punk last week, last month when he heard every wrestling company is going to be near his house, and he's looking for work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it! I love it! He's just like that. He's like an open micer right now who just shows up. Like, hey, let me get five minutes. Let me get five minutes. Let me get five. Let me go up before you. Like, oh, eager much. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> a collision. Uh, you're gonna get the yeah. CM Punk belt, the Straight Edge belt. Like you're gonna put Serena Deeb up there. <laughs> there you yeah. go, the Straight the, Edge the, belt with the Good Brothers. Like, I, oh, the hey, hell yeah! This is a for sure thing that's happening, or it's a, it's confirmed. Like if you go to YouTube, that's it. They show uh, the last shows. They're going to have Real a Mansion, Real Mansion had an old song called "Fuck Phil" and also "Fuck Bill." <laughs> like it, it's it's already. Um, I think this past was it this week that or last week was the last one. I don't remember because I didn't for, see this uh, week. For Dark Dark Elevation. Elevation, I think yeah. this, this week was the last one. Oh, this week. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, man. That's the that's what I mean. Give us your. We want to hear you, director. We haven't heard your thoughts about this. Well, that was my thoughts. Basically, is I don't like that. That's weird. I, I'm sorry that the new guy in town can't get along with everybody who runs the company and is holding it up by its bootstraps. So you have to start a whole new show just to appease this one childish man, baby. Yeah. No, I don't like that's why he's I, not, he's not an investor, right? He's not putting in a high percentage of the business model. He's not giving them money. So his ratings really weren't sky high enough to be like, you know, this isn't Conor McGregor, you know, going on tough or anything like that. So I don't, I don't care. I don't get it. Um, whatever. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> it. I, I like. I'm, the not, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to give it a one episode college try, but we'll we'll see what's up from there. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, it's it's a good. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm just like see, like well, underground mirror could be your top guy collision, maybe. Right, but valid point here that the underground temple didn't say, which is why I feel like they kind of call it collision because you know how they stop when each time strong take now they they only do events here and there. They're gonna have one here in Long Beach, May 21st, 
uh, resurgence. But that's only a pay-per-view event. They, don't, they used to have TV tapings back in the days, but now they don't have that anymore. So I feel like this new collision is going to implement New Japan Strong Stars, like to come in and do some work. But yeah, like to that. cater, to, yeah, to cater for this man right here is where I'm pissed. Like I don't fuck this guy. All right, I've been saying it forever. I don't give a shit. But yeah. personally, I dislike the man. Professionally, even like you're fine. Even more so. More. <laughs> personally and professionally, I'm yeah. out of this. Punk and punk. he blocked Chris on Twitter, so fucking me. That's right. He blocked me on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's probably that's good. Right. good news. He blocked Chris on Twitter. That's right. He did. Oh, yeah. what? Did you ever find out why he blocked you? I, I, I kind of figured out. I kind of am putting two and two together. Was um, right when CM Punk was doing his title run or his title feud. They were doing like uh, it was like Valentine's Day or top five John Cena moments, I think it was, and it showed AJ Lee kissing John Cena, and I tagged him in it, <laughs> and I and I put I put um, like the timing of this is impeccable or something in the comments, and I tagged Phil in it, so I think that was probably what it was. Yeah, oh my God. Well, I mean, it's kind of fucked up. That's his wife, you know. You know what? I would have blocked you too. Now I'm joking. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was fictional, and they weren't even dating yet. Who gives a shit? I <laughs> love it. Oh man, but Jesus Christ. Oh, we'll see what happens. But so anyways, yeah, the director's here. Thank you, girl. The directors here, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Two weeks, man. Shit's been fucking. I'm almost sick of looking into it. I'm sick of playing it. I'm sick of looking into it. I can't wait for it to drop. <laughs> I know. I think we're all waiting for it to drop, man. FDS. Oh, and also, check this out, guys. Everyone in the chat section, go to our Facebook, go to our Instagram. We're doing a pre save contest where, as long as you're in the continental United States, go pre save. Wish you would to any one of your streaming services, and you'll enter to win a chance to get flown out to Los Angeles with hotel and tickets to Universal Studios to come fly, you know, come chill with us, the whole band. Uh, it's free to enter. All you got to do is pre-save the song on, like, whatever you got, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Deezo, I think is one of them. So um, it's on our link tree. It's on our Instagram. Check that out. It's free to enter. And uh, if, even if you lose, you get a free song to listen to. So I think that's pretty cool. It's on Instagram? Awesome. Oh, hold on. Let it me should be it right our link tree, probably. Let me check right now. This is, I want to I highlight that for everybody. So, yeah, you know, me too. Let's see. Come on, Instagram. Let's, let's see. Stop loading. You're loading forever. Let's right. see. Okay, FDS. Uh, yeah, uh, right there in the comments. Or it's in the in the bio. FD, uh, pre-save, wish you wouldn't enter the win. Oh, right there you there. go. Okay, perfect. Let me highlight that then so everybody can see. Hold on. There's a bunch of prizes. I mean, first place is a trip to Universal Studios with us. Second place is like a custom-made guitar for you. And third place is, uh, I think, some swag, maybe. That's awesome. So, so everybody to know, so you see, so you go to FDS Band Official to uh, their, you know, to their bio. You're going to click on here where it says FMM.TO slash WYW Contest. Once you click there, then it will bring you to this tab right here where you enter, of course, to participate and be eligible 
to win some prizes, of course. First place prize, you'd be fly to LA. I don't know. That third place prize might actually be the real number one. Holy shit. Lifetime yeah. ticket of our shows. And we've talked about what that means. And as long as we control the tickets, that's forever. So if we do blow up and play MSG uh, and, you know, DeLorean wins, he's got a lifetime ticket to MSG for us. <laughs> well, I did pre save it, so. Boom. There you go. Perfect. So there you go. So that's how you enter to see you got 15 more days, ladies and gentlemen. Enter to win. Of course, the first prize. Come to, you know, you get a hotel. You flew to LA. And you get to hang out with the director at FTS at Universal Studios. Of course, the second place will be a custom-made, one-of-a-kind FDS guitar, and yes, it will work for sure. Because the <laughs> yeah, director... So one of those, uh, those carnival guitars you get for 30 bucks where you piss on the clown and it, whatever. <laughs> and of course the third one is the third place guest guest list plus one for life for any fds shows plus a mega merch bundle including t-shirts poster beanie tote bag tote bag signed cd and more oh stay tuned for that That's some good shit so cool and that is awesome and speaking of good shit let's bring him in Let's bring him in. He is here. The band is together. Oh, oh my god! It is the core four. The core four. Oh, let's go. What up? What up, man? All, all you Stanford Stooges. <clears throat> yeah, all Stooges don't. The invisible hand of podcasting. Matt Keller is here. He is here. Oh man! These are the. <laughs> These are the closest glasses I, I could find within my hand's reach. So, <laughs> oh, dude, that's all. That's all that matters. This yeah. was well. There was a band called Neurotica that did the theme for one of the WWE pay per views, and they had these same glasses. <laughs> Everybody is eligible to enter, Dom. You are uh, definitely in America, so do it. <laughs> within time zones. That's right. Uh, when was the last time the four of us were all together? It's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. Here. No idea what Matt just said. Motor he was, was he talking motorcycle? <laughs> I think he was talking motorcycle. He was talking motorcycle. Was he talking Kawasaki Ninja? <laughs> I said last year on, on the Dame Edna special, and that was a reference to the Simpsons. Like, I don't right. remember last time us four were together. <laughs> Yes, the four horsemen. Yes, we are here. The four horsemen. And speaking of that, I think, uh, I think it's time that we got everybody before we get into dynamite. Matt Hardy, come on, you know this is gonna be wonderful. wonderful. It's gonna be wonderful because we're gonna get into before we get to dynamite, before even rampage two, because I want to talk about the firm deletion. Let's show. This is a teaser, ladies and gentlemen. The following week, everything was changed. New intro will change. But here's a teaser of the revelation of this incredible movie. You have I made the logo. You made the logo. It is official. Wow, that's so dope. Thank you so much. Oh, oh man. Man. 
Oh, man. De Niro is now in the logo. As you saw, ladies and gentlemen, he is in the logo. I appreciate that. I love you guys, bro. Oh, man. And, you'll, and next week, of course, they'll be on the merch store, too. Everything will be there as of next week. The new intro as well. That's not part of the intro. That's just only a teaser. But we're going to do something different. Oh, and he's wearing the shorts. Yes, he's wearing the shorts. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Chris, how's the material? Are they comfortable? Oh, yeah. These are fucking perfect. These are literally all I wear. I might need uh, some good sleeping shorts for the summertime. You know. Yeah. Um, these would do that. They're gym short material. You play basketball, probably. I don't play that, but, um, you know, I look like I do, so that's all that matters. <laughs> did you get, the, did you get the, the sports towel or not yet? Yes, I thought it was a T-shirt. So then when I opened it up, I was like, "Oh, so yeah, I got the towel too." Oh, hell yeah! They keep separate, separate, um, separate packages. Oh, okay. Because now you have your your gym sports towel. You go out there with the CLD sports towel, sweating off while you're working out. Because this man, see, look, look at the director. He's pumping up. Dude, I'm getting there. I got a lot. I, I see. It's not up here. I got to work on. It's the uh, the old pizza engine. I got to work on. <laughs> LA vegan food is just too good to be on a diet for. Yes, that's right. The Nero is officially now on the logo, as you see. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you'll be on the merch store. It'll be everywhere starting next week. And in the coffee mugs, too. Everything, baby. Everything. Dude, the coffee mugs are legit as fuck. Mm. Yeah, I love those coffee mugs. Oh, man. I use those, those coffee mugs. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Start our day with them. Start oh, your nice. day with the circle of debate. You could sip out of our coffee mug while listening to us on your commute to work. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm not using the mug right now because I have it's dirty, so I gotta wash it. <laughs> but all right, <laughs> I think every every coffee, little inside baseball, every coffee mug only needs one rinse. So like, I'll drink the coffee. I'm done with it. I'll rinse it once. I don't soap or water. Just rinse it once, and then it's good for one more cup of coffee. There you go. That's right. It's leftover flavor, buddy. That's how you know. That's how the Irish roll, at least. <laughs> Love it. Yes. But you know what's time it is, baby. It's time. Dynamite that happened, what is it, like 24 hours ago, 48 hours ago, something like that. I don't know. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, like 90 hours ago. 96 hours ago. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I, I, I don't know what channel. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking Billy Gunn looks crispy. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. But I actually got the wrong one, dude. Where is it, damn it? I just had it a minute ago. Jesus Christ. The whole card. I need to look for the card. I just had it. Okay, here we go. That's the card that I'm looking for. Let me see. Come on, come on, come on. This damn thing is loading forever. There you go. There, yeah. That was the card. That was the card. There you go. There you go. Dynamite. It happened 96 hours ago, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to kick it off, of course, with the eight-man tag team matchup, of course. Uh, as we had Orange Cassidy, Bandito, Roger Strong, Adam Cole versus JAS Jazz, but not you know the hands, not the not the jazz, the hands jazz. As of course, it was a good matchup, great opening. Of course, with the win from Cole, and of course Cole going after Jericho. Well, Jericho was in the commentating booth uh, along with Scalibur and Sh and Shiboni and Taz, and I like it. It's actually it was great. I really enjoyed this one, but man, I'll. Let's take it to Matt Callis. I want to hear Matt Callis. Go ahead, Matt Callis. Take it away. It's like it, everybody's been thinking of like what to call the new faction, you know, 
There's a lot of different names. It's not a. This is a very temporary allyship of the of these guys, and you know, I th I think one of the things I'm kind of hoping this leads to is more like rather than one on one. It's okay, you know. No, it, it. I I think all most of these competitors shine the best in uh, rather than tag team and singles action. So it's just it, it's kind of like if you get a if you get a sampler platter of a lot of some of the best foods, but it turns out, you know, they're, they're better on their own and some flavors don't really mix. This is kind of what that is. You know, I'd rather see, I, this, this is a lot, a lot of great one-on-ones, but I don't want to see it in a group tag. So I'd rather mm. see it more one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. All right. The neural. I thought this was a really fun matchup. I, um, I thought this was a – it reminded me a lot of a PWG-style matchup. You know, throwing – Yeah, for sure. Um, really cool to see Roderick Strong in the ring in AEW. Uh, I thought – you know, first of all, I just want to say I forgot to tell Matt during the week. I heard last week's episode when you were talking about the, the Roderick Strong versus Okada matchup in the ball field. I, I was actually at that show. That was in Brooklyn in um, MCU Park, and that was an amazing Woo! matchup. Yeah, I was front row. So if you watch that matchup, I'm actually there with my brother wearing a Bullet Club shirt. So, you know, we got to look out for me in the crowd. But. Let's see. Let's see. Whoever has uh, Honor Club, let's see if we could close up and get a clip, like a close up of, of De, Niro, De Niro and his brother. If we could have I'll that. Have, I have Honor Club. I'll send you a clip of it later today. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, Rock, good matchup. I, I just I, thought that it was, you know, it, it served its purpose. I feel like, you know, not to spoil the rest of the show, I feel like this was the highlight and the last highlight of the show, but definitely a uh, good matchup. I like that Adam Cole went right after Jerry. Jerry, who the fuck is Jerry? After Chris Jericho. <laughs> What's Chris Jericho? Jericho. Chris Jericho. <laughs> Chris Jericho. That's the, that's the right. match. That's the Jerry, him and Jerry Lynn form an ancient tag team. <laughs> Chris Jericho. <laughs> Persona for him to do, Chris Jericho. Yeah, that's, that's the next one after whatever he's on right now. The, in, the in or the... Jerry, how about in honor of Jerry Springer? He'll he'll be Chris Jericho. The Springer board line salt. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Jerry Springer. It was definitely cool to see Adam Cole to go after him because, like I said last week, he he needs to bring the intensity. You know, here's a man who got your girl jumped and then is out there wearing the shirt with Britt Baker's black eye. Like, this is not something where, you know, when I get you in the ring in May or in June. No, this is, you know, on site. I'm going to freaking, you know, fight you. So I'm glad that he had that energy. And I thought it was a really nice brawl taking him out at the commentator's desk. Overall, good segment. I enjoyed it. De Niro, I just want to say this is the second time today I've heard the, the slang term on site, you know? <laughs> I heard I heard it them describe Tom and Jerry that way. It's like Tom and Jerry was just on site. There was no there was no trash talk. There was no shade throwing. It was just on site. So on God. Point, on Adam site. Cole is Tom and Chris Jericho is Jerry because that's why I called him. So <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Director, take it away. Yeah, this kind of felt like it's a transitional feud where the best friends are kind of coming out of their feud with the Jazz and uh, half of Undisputed Era are working their way in. Um, the best friends are very auxiliary. They're very much like, 
who's who are some good guys that can help with this you know big faction feud let's just throw them into this one and that's what it feels like still um bandito being in there like i appreciate him and i guess because he fought jericho for the roh belt at one point is why he's in this uh but i think they just needed to find a place to put him um after the fans juices they chant jerry yeah right jerry and my <laughs> So, but other than that, yeah, seeing Roger Strawn over here is is amazing. Um, I don't know if there's any plans. I know Bobby Fish is considering retiring. I think he's like super injured or something. Um, and I don't know what's going on with Kyle Riley. So, it would be cool to see you know the original Horsemen of NXT back in here. But uh, that's right now. It seems like a pipe dream. So they're just throwing best friends in because they're just like, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Bandito has I don't. I just hope they don't make Bandito goofy, because I mean I I saw the, the he's like a little bit he's like he's definitely like lucha goofy for sure, but he's not like Marco stunt goofy. No, for <laughs> <laughs> lack of a better goof. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to hashtag that. Put it on the shirt. Lucha goofy. Lucha goofy. There you go. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, don't be surprised if that's a new faction. I mean, they have Lucha House Party. Lucha Goofy will be like the next one. Yeah. <laughs> but man, we got the course of women starting after that. We got Soraya versus Widow Lightingale. Of course, we saw the aftermath. And of course, uh, the beatdown that Widow got. And then, of course, Britt Brit and Jamie Hayter trying to make the save. And then, then we're getting beat down. And then you hear the Hikaru Shida's return. And for a moment, we thought she was going to turn on Britt and Jamie Hayter. But it turns out that she's all, all, all elite with all the OGs, the originals. And she attacked the outcast instead, of course. So she chose her side. So she is now on the face side. She's now along with Britt and along with Jamie Hayter. So this is going to be intriguing. We might get, we might get this six-man women tag. I don't know who called it between you three guys. I don't know. I think it was one of you, one of you guys called this. About Sheeta coming back and her actually being with Britt and Jamie Hitter. I think it was you directly who called it. I think it was you who called this one. I called Sheeta. I think you. I think you called Sheeta returning. Well, I have definitely predicted her going one way or the other. I know that that was kind of the story. Is we sort of didn't know which way she was going to go. That's true. We and um, considering she's not really made a name for herself bigger than in AEW and other places. I know she was huge in Japan, but I don't think she was bigger there than she is here. I was sort of torn that she was going to go heel. Um, her going face makes sense because now you're going to have three on three, technically. Now it evens up the odds between the OGs and the uh, hardcores. I don't know what's outlaws and the originals. Is that what they're called? Who, uh, Britain and Hater? I don't know what to call them. So I don't know. They're originals, right? The originals, I, I right? The originals. Yeah. The yeah. So it's going to be obviously Brit, um, Hater and Sheeta versus Tony Storm, uh, Punk Rock Chick and Soraya. Ruby Solo. Ruby Solo. I kept wanting to call her Rebel or Rebel because I'm like, she's in this, but she's not in this. Um, <laughs> Punk Rock That Chick. makes sense. Don't Punk make Rock it any Chick. bigger. Willow to me is just a casualty. Uh, I don't want her associating with either side. Uh, I don't want any more players on this chessboard because AEW has a absolute bad habit of that stacking itself and getting out of hand. And then you get lost in who's who and where's what in the storyline. You'll get like the firm versus 
the Hardy party. And you're like, there's like 20 people in this. I don't know what's going on. Keep it three on three at most. Also, don't make a women's trio title. Don't do it. Don't do it. There you go. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, Dalton, what's going on, Dalton? Appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you very, very much. I'm going to read this. Uh, Bobby Fish isn't going to return anytime soon. Was in talks about this match being very PWA. Yeah, yeah, I think I read like on Instagram something like the, the headline was like Bobby Fish unsure about his future injuries looming or whatever. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, it makes sense. Dude's been in it for a minute, so I know, right? Would be yeah. cool though. Would be cool to see Undisputed Era back, but uh, Mount Rushmore, damn, and Super Dragon. Oh, damn. But where's Kevin? Oh, you can't bring Kevin Owens. Work, really that that wouldn't be the Mount Rushmore PWG at all. I'd be no. Something. I know that was, second, that was the second edition when uh, Kevin Owens went to WWE. I, I would say I would say it would be Kevin Owens, Super Dragon, maybe Adam Cole for sure, and then um, fuck, I would throw. Goddamn, you're gonna hate me for this, but I would throw um, the Poison Pixie in on that too. I'd put her up there. Really? Okay. I would put her up there, dude. She was fighting men. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're she was. Right. She, she got fucking stir- curb stomped by the Bucks in Super Dragon. You ever seen oh, that? God, yeah. Mexican yeah. surfboarding to the fucking curb stomp. Oh, Bro. I think uh, what's called. You guys. I think he's talking about the the. Actual faction in PWG, Mount Rushmore. Do you remember when it was oh, Young no. Bucks, Kevin Owens, and Adam Cole? They were Mount Rushmore. And then when Kevin Owens went to WWE, it was uh, Roger Strong and Super Dragon who replaced uh, Kevin Owens. So maybe that's yeah. What he, he's talking about the literal one, not an actual one. Yeah, he's talking about like the literal. Right, 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 right. I was talking about this. I, I don't think Super Dragon's coming out of retirement anytime soon. But if he does, that'd be awesome to see. I, I was his, his knees. His knees were fucked up when I trained with him like 22 years ago. So like, I don't even know what's up with that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Matt Callis. Take it away. It's, it's you know, Chris, what you said about the, the chess players on the board, it almost reminds me of the whole red velvet brandy situation. <laughs> it's like, here's the substitute version. Yeah, dude, everything with brandy was a fucking mess. <laughs> I've never seen so many angles straight up canceled without resolution than anything she was involved in. Was is Brandy the Tommy was so of wrestling? <laughs> right, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You're tearing me apart, Brandy. You're tearing me apart, Cody. You're tearing Oh hi, Cody. <laughs> oh hi. <laughs> no. So I I gotta say it's it's I think that's not my catchphrase. I gotta say, I usually open with that. So I gotta say it's like like Willow's been had a lot of good stuff in Ring of Honor, but it's like, I guess she's in the jobber position here, and and it's not a whole lot she could do, you know. But one thing I'm kind of curious about, like, come all in because I've been listening to the past podcast and kind of predicting what all in could be for Soraya. It could be like a big kind of British bulldog moment for her, or a Bret Hart. It could be a Bret Hart type situation where she, even though she's booked as a heel. She she could be a babyface in England, so who knows? Like whoever she's up against, um, whether it be Jamie Hader or uh, whether whether it be Jamie Hader or Hikaru Shida, she's already had her one on one with Brit. I don't think we need to see another Brit versus Soraya again. But whether it's um, Hikaru Shida or Jamie Hader, I think I think I have a feeling Soraya is going to get a really Good ovation in England, even if she is a heel. Mm. Okay. All right. De Niro. I thought this match was a little. I didn't like the fact that Soraya was running from Willow. Like 
that that just doesn't seem right. Even if she's like a chicken shit heel, like for Soraya, this legend who we were all like, oh my gosh, she she's blessing AEW by being here because she's like a huge star. And now a couple months later, she's yeah. running from a jobber. Like I like Willow, like come on, she's running away from her. Like even though that she's still that just like felt a little weird. But um, yeah. Overall, this matchup was, eh, you know, it served its purpose. It was more to build up the the storyline afterwards with Hikaru Shida. So cool, and I think it was very predictable too. I mean, Hikaru Shida never was in any other promotion besides AEW in the United States. So why would she join the Outcasts? You know what I mean? And even before she was injured and left AEW for a little bit, she was already showing that she wasn't down with what you know Soraya and Tony Storm was doing because she was partnering with them. I was like, "Yo, I'm not with that. I don't know what you guys are doing over here." So why would she then, you know, turn around and join them? So it was a little predictable. I knew that she was going to be with the the faces. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I want to see what, what Brian said here in the chat. The Jazz would wreck Adam Cole and made Britt watch, then wail on Britt with a candlestick, and Chris tortured her in the walls like he did to Stacey Keebler. The poor acting in the pit hurt the feud. <laughs> Remember that shit? What? Fuck. What was that? WWE? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brandon, I remember. Blur was like, owie, 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 owie. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, who says uh, owie, 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 owie? Like, I know, right? Who <laughs> says that shit? All right. Then we got the Tres de Mayo Battle Royal. And I think last week we all predicted that it was supposed to be. Did we chose uh, Lucha Bros and Ilha Bikino? Did we? I think we did last week, right? I think we did. I don't remember. I think Matt. Did we chose that last week, Matt? Did we chose? Remember this this battle royal? I think I was going towards like just just the guys that have been around longer that haven't. I've never seen with titles. Like, you know, everybody towards the left side of it. Because some of the, the Ring of Honor ones and some of the... And Lucha Brothers already had their their trio's title, you know. And the TMZ, whatever, that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, QTV. QTV. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be TMZ to me. It's just going to be... <laughs> it's just going to be, like, wannabe TMZ. It's like, come on, man. But... I, I was gonna have it be like Butcher Blade, Kip Sabian, or um, or or Dark Order, or or Dark Order, or you know, I mean, the baby faces everyone he buddy loves is in the center because they already have like the audience going for them. But I mean, Dark Order, Dark Order is kind of, kind of the one I guess I was going for, but I, I wasn't. I guess it wasn't unanimous though. Nah, looks like it was the acclaim that took it over. Now the acclaim will be challenging the House of Black at double or nothing for those trios championship. Yeah, so I don't know. Are you happy about the result, Matt Callis, or do you or do you agree with this matchup? They're, they're the baby faces that everybody likes, though. So you need to have, you need to get the acclaim there. That way, they'll on the pay per view. Everybody loves. Everybody loves the acclaim. They they say it. We say it. Your mom says it. Your grandma says it. Your great grandma says it. Your great great grandma says it. Your great 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 grandma says it. Your great grandpa says it. Uh, your neighbor says it. I say it. Your girlfriend says it. Your what? mistress says it. <laughs> my dog oh, just my said God. it. Your dog's just... friend's boyfriend's boyfriend's boyfriend says it. Everybody loves the acclaim. Yeah. Uh, that's true. My boss said that the other day. He was like, hey, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know. But before you leave, scissor me, daddy. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's a fact. Oh man, but the Nero, what, what was the were you surprised at these results of his battle royale that the acclaimed one, or would you expect someone else to win? I mean, they should have just put the Lucha Brothers and EO uh Del Vikingo versus the acclaimed because everybody else here is just a bunch of jobber teams who you knew were not going to be a part of this uh double or nothing pay-per-view to begin with. So I, I hate when they do shit like this where you know you have a battle royal to crown the number one contender and it's a 20-man battle royal and 19 of the participants were on AW Dark and the one participant was like John Moxley or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just a way to get people on the show because they have too many goddamn people on the show. To call it the Tres de Mayo, Tres de Mayo trios battle royal, like the trust is. First of all, you could have just been <laughs> Could have this on Rampage actually call it the single de Mayo Battle Royal, but you didn't because you know you forgot that you actually have a show on Friday, which is the actual single de Mayo, you idiots. But anyway, <laughs> nonetheless, just this call, is call the trust cake, trust leches cake. The, the, the trust leches <laughs> battle royale. <laughs> Overall, I think that you know it, it was good for the uh the claim to win it because it's something different. I, I wouldn't want to see the Lucha Brothers and the Kingo go against the House of Black just yet because the House of Black wrestled all last year against the Lucha Brothers. So cool to see something different. I still say, you know, at the pay per view, the House of Black retains, but we're not doing predictions for like another two weeks. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Tony Khan, you should you listen to the Nero. Should have been in Cinco de Mayo instead of Tres de Mayo. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> bullshit, Tony Khan. You could have done this a Cinco de Mayo rampage. But you decided to do it here today's the Mayo. You're bullshit, Tony Khan. Why would you do that? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not gonna sit back and take this fucking shit. This shit, regardless. <laughs> because I know you watch the show and you listen to us. I know you do. I know you do. Director, give digress about this. How do you feel? Did, were you were you happy with the results? The claim won this battle royal. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um what I wasn't excited for was that might have been the worst promo that the acclaimed have ever cut in the beginning. Um, it just wasn't, it was a lot of references that people just didn't care about and it was the best that he could do, I guess. But yeah, that was more disappointing than the match. match. These matches are always like entertaining. So that has never been the problem. Uh, and acclaimed winning kind of just makes sense besides Lucha bros. I don't know who else would have made sense in this. Um, also why is the, Varsity, the Varsity Varsities. What's the fucking name of Tony Nese's group? Varsity Athletes. Why? Why? Why you put Varsity in? You got the Varsity Blondes. Like you can't have. No, that, that's just no. That's just no. I don't, care. I don't care. You can't have the Generation X in the twenty years you have the Generation Z. <laughs> like, it's the same name, and the that the, the team was only like four months ago. Like that's just it's just overkill. Call yourself something else. Tony Khan loves college. Everyone's a Varsity member. Like that song, "I Love College" by that guy from the nineties. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a fucking terrible rap song. Wait, are you talking about Asher Roth? Asher Roth! That's oh, what's up. <laughs> what a throwback, dude. You do it. I love college. The most white people song of all time. Yeah, yeah. I love college. I love yeah. college. Uh, <laughs> fucking change your name. The What do they call it? Varsity Athletes? Yeah. Uh, what, what was Tony Nese's name in 205 Live? The premier athlete. Premier the premier athlete. Yeah. The premier athletes should have been the name then. Fucking easy. I like that. I like that. Hey, Tony Nese, oh. you're watching this, yeah. 
He was in a trios in Evolve, and that was the name. It was the Premier Athlete brand. You should have just went with that. He was the leader of it. That was his team. Go with that. And I've never once considered Arya Davari to be Premier or Athlete or. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's good. He's good. Still five guys to go. Oh, man, don't hurt his okay. feelings. Man. Hurt his feelings, man. Oh. <laughs> All right. Now let's move on into. Oh, this is Matt's cup of tea right here. Ricky Stocks and Rock Hard. Yeah. Juice Robinson. Yes. That's Ricky, Ricky Starks. I can't even do it. Let me see. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Rick, there you go. I will do, go ahead, Dory. Do it. Just go ahead. Go ahead. You can do the Ricky Starks. Do the Ricky Starks. Oh, it's just a. There you go. That's all I got. <laughs> there you go, Matt. There you go. Go ahead. Talk about it, Matt. Give us your thoughts about this match. No, I'll say. I, I think for those not familiar with Juice Robinson before he was this gimmick, I think we're kind of missing out on like the old, <laughs> the old, I'm getting my hair done while I'm doing that. Yeah. Cause that's how right. style is. I, we're missing out on like the old, um, old Juice Robinson. Cause he used to, he used to be like Juice Robinson, like the Gaijin, like he had like traditional Japanese kind of music playing. Like, ding, 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 ding. it was really cool. He had the big dreadlocks. He had the pirate hat, you know, all these other things. Like, he had a, like, yeah, we got to clip that out. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, we got to leave it because oh, no. Oh, no, we're, to highlight the show. <laughs> we got to highlight this because you know, the is, you're, you're a star. You're, you're getting, you're live, you're, you're, you're getting your, you know, makeover yeah. right now. Like, they're, they're grooming you. Like, hey, I like it. We're big money. We have the whole crew and everything. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jen. No, but um, no, Juice Robinson. If we had the older gimmick of him, like I think, I think that would really be a nice color to to put on to Ricky Starks, and like, cause he used to be the flamboyant Juice Robinson with the music and the pirate hat, and a lot of people. And when he was the U.S. champion in in IW, IWGP U.S. champion, you know, I kind of miss that version of it. So. It's 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 a it would have been a, a, a funner contrast because I don't I'm not really feeling the rock hard persona, you know, and after the pan, when he got out of the pandemic, he was doing like a Blues Brothers thing. I also would have liked that more than the rock hard persona, because like I understand, like, it, I guess it's supposed to go with like what the Bullet Club colors and him and Jay White were both young lions together. They lived in the same, I think, young lions dorm. They trained together. They came up together. So it makes sense that they're together in a faction, but I just I I think I want kind of a different different gimmick out of Juice. As for Ricky, you know, it's good that they're paired against somebody who's who excels a babyface who excels in promos. So like Jay White excels in promos, Ricky Starks excels in promos. Juice kind of lukewarm, you know. It, it's a hit or miss with him. So you know I. I don't know what else they could go with it week after week. Ricky Starks doesn't have any allies, you know. I mean, there there is uh, Sean Spears, but you know, I don't, I don't know what you're going to call. Fit? It just doesn't fit. But before anything, before I pass it up to Nero, let me shout out to Elizabeth HBK. I'll read your comments. No worries, I got you here. Thank you, WWE, come to come my island, Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, I love to see the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes wins and Seth freaking Seth freaking Rollins and Bianca and Selena the real blood blood Latin Puerto Ricans so WO. I love to see the WWE tag team champions Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Riddle, 
Riddle, the original, bro. Puerto Rico, I love to see Bad Bunny wins. Bad Bunny, this is real fans. Respect wrestling, baby. Yeah. And I love to see, says Rickon Fogg, Rollins. Okay. The American Nightmare Code Rollins is the new world heavyweight champion. Is is the spoiler. And soy borica para que tú lo sepas. Yep, that's right. Shout out to Puerto Rico, man. Appreciate you. Love the love the show. It was fantastic. Roman Reigns bloodline sucks. It's it's a very clumsy, very idiot. You understand? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow, she was on the road tonight. She, she really came on really hard. How about you really feel? Oh, that's how she really feels. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay, that's probably what it was. Yeah, you're right, Greg. All right, call the rock hard because it's what you're told. Ooh. <laughs> yep, I'm not gonna say anything there. I plead the fifth. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, I mentioned a little before the show, like which no one heard, so I should just repeat everything, right? But <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you know, I think that this the matchup was good, right? These are two really good athletes, but I think this whole storyline is dead in the water. I think that they shouldn't be using Bullet Club. They haven't even shown the Bullet Club logo, so why are they calling themselves Bullet Club Gold or whatever? You know, the fact that Juice Robinson and Jay White were huge, huge stars in Japan less than three months ago, and then now they're here in AEW, and this is what they get. I feel like this whole thing has already been, you know, dead in the water, and I don't think that they could really fix it right now. One, they need to drop the Bullet Club shit. Bullet Club is... A cool faction in Japan, but the fact that Bullet Club kicked both these guys out, so they go to another company calling themselves the Bullet Club, is stupid as hell. Especially if you're partnered with that company, you're partnered with AEW with uh, New Japan. So you would think that they would keep the New Japan storylines relevant to these, especially if they're coming on and calling themselves part of a New Japan faction. Um, and yeah, you know, Rock Hard and Jay White were two of the biggest free agents that they could get and they got them and this is what they're doing with them. And it's really upsetting, but it is what it is. You know, also for Ricky Starks, he's also been stagnant. I feel, you know, when Ricky Starks was feuding with MJF earlier in the year, we were all looking at Ricky Starks as, yo, he's about to break out. This could be his year. Look how he, you know, shot. Yeah. And now he's stuck in this feud. That's never ending with against the faction. That's not even being represented correctly. It just doesn't make sense. Let's just end this. Let's all move forward. Let's cut throw the bullet out of it. Throw Let's the bigger babyface faction is why I say, you know, and then throw Ricky against a, a different heel faction. Throw them against other people, please. They, I think, I think we should see other people. <laughs> yeah, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, it's me, Ricky Starks. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like this, this shit has been, it's. Weird because AEW does a lot right, and then there's times like this where you could see the flaws in the program where they they don't do enough to really represent what they're trying to show. And I feel like they could have kept it Bullet Club and Bullet Club Gold, but they're not showing any highlight packages showing the history of Bullet Club. They're not showing why Jay White is saying Bullet Club because you know he was just the leader of Bullet Club. They're not showing that these two guys were you know like Matt said in the dorm together in the New Japan Dojo. They're not showing anything. They're just saying, hey, we assume you know what Bullet Club is, and we assume you know what this guy was doing in Japan, which I bet you 90% of, of the AEW fans were not watching anyway. So, like, they, they should really try to explain these things before they just push it onto the main show. Mm, black and gold, JY Juice, Brian Pillman. Actually, last week, Matt and I said black and gold should be, of course, Jay White leading, Robinson, 
bring El, bring El Phantasmo and add on Lance Archer to that faction because that's another New Japan alumni. So why not add him to that faction? That'd be a great four trios, my opinion. Okay. I like that. But I, I, I get I get what you're saying, Daniel. I know I'm with you. This is why I get pissed because I'm Tony fucking con. I, I got a uh, response to Underground Temple. Brian Pillman's been there since day one, and we really haven't seen. I know he's doing a lot of other stuff and other promotions, but I haven't really seen him progress like I thought he would. I really thought he would be one of like the guys since the very beginning, but he really hasn't been booked like it. So that's a that's another disappointment. So having having him alongside Jay White wouldn't be so bad. You know, I want him in some kind of title picture holding some kind of title. <gasps> yeah, that's what it's giving me hiccups. That's what it's doing. <laughs> Fuck! 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 You're booking this man wrong, damn it, Tony Khan. I told you, what did I say? I fucking said it when he signed. I hope this, I'm with you. Get this away and move on. Please, you're hurting our Jay White here, man. Bullet Club black and gold, but every time we see him, he's in a fucking plain white t-shirt. <laughs> they, they, they could be the plain white tees and they could sing Hey There, Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Director, go ahead and take it away, brother. Yeah, the thing where AW assumes we know everything because they know we're hardcore marks, Yeah, you can't do that. Um, when he, Jay White made his debut, he just ran out at the beginning of the show. And I mean, to be fair, we did know who he was, but not everybody did. And I think that that's just, they got to stop doing that. Um, and Richie Starks beat Juice Robinson. So that feud's over. And they already had a tag match where Juice and Jay versus, it was Ricky and who's Ricky's backup? Uh, They already won that match. Well, that feud's over. So all that's left is Jay beating Ricky Starks, and then you just bury Ricky Starks. So you have – what's the outcome of this? What's the point? Are you building up Ricky Starks? Is he going to beat Jay Lethal? I mean – and then that's just going to bury the entire Bullet Club black and gold brand. It'll be 3 or 4-0 and in various um, gimmick matches. So I, I don't know what the end goal is for this feud. I don't know either. That's where I'm really like lost of this one because I'm that's like, like the last. That's the last configuration of the four members of this is Jay and Ricky, and then either one of them losing is not good for business. I, I think yeah. they really need to go back to the drawing board in terms of like feud building because all, almost all of them are pretty good promos, and all you have to do during a promo is. You just have to tell them why they hate the person, why they want to fight them, and why they're their their obstacle, and why they like blah blah blah. And Jay White's good at that. Ricky Stark's good at that. Sean Spears is some decent promos in in the past. So all they got to do is give them some microphone time if they want to actually have this mean something. But we're not seeing the microphone time. We're not seeing, and like you said, De Niro, we're not seeing those past clips of them in the dojo together. Like I've known Juice forever. You know, maybe they could do a hospitalization angle with Juice or something. Sean Spears puts him in the hospital and then is like, oh, you hurt my best buddy, Juice. Oh, I've known him since the dojo. He's like a brother to me. Oh, crying, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then they'll show the clips of them together growing up. And maybe we could bring in, I don't know, some other young lion or whatever, some other people. So that's 
I don't know. That that's if they want to bring people in, that 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 could be how they could do it. But you know, basic the basics, the fundamentals, one stunt one hundred and one. You know, the 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 flour, the salt, the pepper, the basics. The plot. <laughs> You're really gonna go food wise, already, are you? The glue, the glue, the the wood, the you know the pencil. You know uh, all the speak- basics. You know what? Speaking of pencil, I'd rather just get into this damn segment because there you go. Here you go. Oh, there you go. Of course, they're at the farm. They went to Mark Briscoe's home at the farm. You know, I want to help him out. What the? Satnam Singh in overalls. When will you see that? Never see that. Satnam Singh in overalls, man. Jesus, of course. The Nero's boy mowing the lawn right there. Oh, Jesus. Nobody mows lawns as good as Double Double, J. (laughs) <laughs> of course, Sanjay Dutt, of course. There he is, you know, scraping, you know, raking, raking along. And, of course, we do have the Sanjay Dutt trying to put the pencil on, on the little boy, Mark Briscoe's son. Oh, yeah, here's you're the next man with the pencil. Jeez, no, 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 Sanjay. Sodom, though, I am surprised he's wearing overalls. And, like, and there you go. He was going to sing the Nero's favorite song. Oh, my baby tonight. Yep, I know he was going to sing that song. But good thing that you stopped him because Papa Briscoe showed up and put stop because that would have been a copyright um, lawsuit right there from WWE. That's our song, damn it. My shit. (laughs) Oh, give us your thought about this. I know you were, Chris, I know you were happy to see Simon sing overalls. Tell me you weren't. Come on, tell me you weren't. My culture is not a costume. Yeah, this is weird. These are a bunch of heels who met up with a face at the end of it. You know, Briscoe walked up, was like, "Yeah, well, maybe I'll help you out. You know, maybe do something for you. I know how to fight that guy." Like, I didn't, I didn't get it. I don't know. I don't know why that crossover because they're all sort of rednecks, kind of. Even though Briscoe is probably the only true one of them all. Um, so yeah, it was, it was weird. It was, it was weird. I think it was weird on purpose, but it was weird. Matt Callis, how do you feel about this overall segment? <laughs> this overall segment. Exactly. This overall segment. Overall opinion on the overall you segment. There. You guys ready? You guys, sweet home Alibaba. No, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Guys oh, the sweet home Alibaba. That's so funny. Wow. Hey. <laughs> It's 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 one of it also it reminds me of a few things like the Green Mile or something I don't know some something like right. <laughs> of, of mice and men you know all all oh. those, all those old books of mice and men Green Mile and all that you know like imagine you hold Satnam Singh's hand and then ever then lightning bolts come out you know <laughs> Tom Hanks don't be surprised if Tom Hanks comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Or Gary Sinise. <laughs> I'd be pretty surprised. <laughs> oh, oh my god, like Tony Schiavone, it's Gary Sinise and it's Tom Hanks. It's <laughs> Tom Hanks! He got little legs, <laughs> Lieutenant Diane. And, oh. and, and Dan. Oh, you man. oh my god. Me forced. <laughs> Two legs. All right, De Niro. I'm saving you best for last because your boy right here is the best mowing lawn man in the planet. There you go. I know you love. Go ahead, take it away. I know you were happy about this one. Nobody mows lawns like J E double F J A double R E double T. Ain't he great, baby? Nah, um, I, I don't know what the 
Endgame is for this. Like, it's, you know, not to get morbid and dark here, but, you know, if you have this faction and this team and they're playing with the mind of a, I guess that what they're trying to say while saying it is a vulnerable Mark Briscoe because his brother just passed away. Like, if you think about the true underlining of the storyline, it's a little weird and you're playing with, like, fire without trying to say and that's why you're adding comical, like, things into this. But if the storyline is... Mark Briscoe's vulnerable and they're trying to manipulate his mind because his brother just passed away. It's kind of fucked up. And also what is the end game here? When you think about it, like what, what's this leading to? Is it leading to Mark Briscoe and FTR versus Sanjay, Jay lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And even if it does, what's the point of that? You know, I, I don't understand what they're trying to portray in this whole story. I don't get it either. I I'm with you too. I don't know what's the yeah what's the end game of it because okay you already we got them to challenge them that day that he, they told Mark Briscoe hey we're challenging your boys FTRs for those tag team titles like double or nothing and of course next week we're gonna get the response but I mean I just yeah I, what does this have to do with Mark Briscoe that's where I'm like really like why are you putting him in the middle of this that's where I'm really lost yes he has a win over the guy right you're like tell us how to beat him. Was that one of the things? I think, yeah, that's one of the things that... Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And speaking of... He didn't, didn't, like, confirm he was going to. He was like, all right, I'll think about it. I think might have been the the storyline here. Yeah. I mean, possibly so. Maybe it could be part of it. But I just... I'm... I I don't know how long they're going to prolong this and how they're going to end that feud, too. I don't know how this... I don't know. We just have to wait to so see it. Papa Briscoe. I always love seeing Papa Briscoe. I actually, you know, like I said, I mentioned, I believe on the show before, had a, a personal moment with the, the Briscoes. And Papa Briscoe was a part of that, too. Such an awesome guy as well. So shout out to Papa Briscoe. Hmm. That's right. I, I got to give a ba- past shout out. I think it also goes really, like, way back because Jeff Jarrett. I remember either the first or second ever episode of TNA, the Briscoe brothers were there. Or maybe even the third episode because – Jeff Jarrett booked them way early on, so that that yeah. friendship that friendship goes back like all the way to the beginning of their career. So Jeff Jarrett's like an old friend, and now they're going to the old swimming hole. <laughs> if you want to hear like a quick, quick, quick like story, um, at when Ring of Honor first started, Mark Briscoe couldn't even wrestle because he was 17 years old, and the State Athletic Commission would not let him wrestle. But Jay was 18, so they let him wrestle. But at the same time, in TNA. Jay and Mark were actually teaming with each other because Jeff Jarrett was lying to the State Athletic Commission about Mark Briscoe's age to get him on the show. So there is a past relationship between Mark Briscoe and Jeff Jarrett. And Jeff, mm. Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett's been taking good care of him since day one. So Papa, Papa Jeff, Papa Jeff, good old Papa Jeff. Yeah, good old Papa Jeff. But I don't know who is booking this main event before we even get it to the main event. What the fuck is this? Why? Why does this have to happen? Why? It doesn't make solo. it solo. So, yeah, let me, you know what? Let me. Hey, yo, solo. Let me know. solo! <laughs> I Why? see you, babe. Shaking that. I see you, babe. Man, I, I'll, I'll say this. So, for for the some of the older fellas out there, to the all the older fellas out there, some of us younger fellas are more exposed to this. There's a whole, like, female fan fiction culture where like girls like to pair up dudes with each other, you know? So now Keith, 
Mike Tyson. But there, there's a whole fan fiction culture where like girls like to take two tr- guys that they think are attractive and they like to make fan fiction out of them. You know, they got it for Star Trek. They got it for Marvel Universe. They got it for, I mean, they had it like the anime girls kind of spilled over onto other fandoms and then they created, you know, fan fiction of everybody. So I think Sammy Guevara and MJF are doing this for the fan fiction, you know, a little bit. That whole fan fiction crowd, you know. I guess and, so. And, and then for, for the fellas that aren't as secure in their sexuality, I'll just say this. That uh, it could be a Godfather reference to "I knew it was you, Fredo." Mm. Like oh. that whole thing. the kiss of death. You had to use that, right? I mean, good call on that one. I gotta lie. It's a good call. Yeah, good call. yeah. That's for that's for the fellas that aren't as as comfortable. <laughs> While we're on the subject, the main event, of course, is a four, four pillars tag team match: MGF, Sammy versus Darby Allen and Jack Perry. Whatever his name is, Jungle Boy or Jack Perry or Jungle Perry or Jack Boy, doesn't matter. Jack, I like Jack Boy. I like Jack Boy. <laughs> Jack Boy. Oh, Jack Boy. No, Jack Boy. Jack Boy. Um, Jack, boy, man. Take it away. Jack Boy on the limbo stick. Duh. Like you know that song. <laughs> well, yeah, man, take it away. I mean, you were you're in the subject, so go ahead. Take main event. Give us your take. It's it's kind of like the, the, they did something like this for another four-way match where they had them in a tag team and then it turned into a four-way soon after. And I've seen this happen a bunch of different times. So this is this is like the sampler to that, the precursor to that. Like like they're giving you like, oh yeah, here's here's a little bit of that. We, we'll have the baby faces on one team, the heels on the other. But I think it would be... You know what? I think we're a little bit overdue, guys, because Chris, you haven't seen the new ball. My Pittsburgh. I'm kidding. Andy Vance, like, what's up? Oh yeah. So we gotta. I know, man. I'm with, I'm, I'm, I'm with Dello on this. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan through and through. You can't you can't fuck with anybody. <laughs> Sorry, man. Like Joe Torre in the '90s, uh, all the way up to 2002, bro. Best uh, best dynasty of all time. Hell yeah. So is that time, Matt? You want me to hit it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here you go. Who's got gloves? Time. Who's got gloves? I left my glove inside. All right. <laughs> I'll pull the Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. We'll run like Hayes. Play like Mays. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Greg fucking Cash will never let me see you do it again. <laughs> like a week and a half ago, Chris. I'm I'm obsessed now. Willie May, Willie, Willie, Willie Mays Hayes. I love that movie. But movie. Okay. I guess my curveball. I kind of halfway said it, but I said part of it. But what if they, what if they just had one? They kind of mixed up these tag teams, though. Had Sammy on one team and have MJF on the other team, and then have Darby with. So, like, it will be interesting just seeing them work with people that they hate. Because Darby admitted that – Darby and Jack have all admitted that, like, it's like they don't all like each other. And that's kind of a good thing, you know. So it would be interesting. Like, I don't think Darby Allen likes Jack Perry any more than he likes MJF or Sammy Guevara, you know. So it, it, he, does, he doesn't really have too much of a reason to side with, with him just because he's a good guy. So that'll be that'll be kind of interesting. I think 
it'll be kind of fun for the audience to kind of decide who they want to go for as a result. Right now, I like like Chris. I want to ask you this question because you weren't here last time. Like, what what does Sammy Guevara have to do for you for for him for you to like him? <laughs> I, I love Sammy Guevara. I love everything that he does. So I nothing not much. Yay! I. I was saying he just he needs to do a few things. I don't I don't I don't particularly hate him, but I, I don't think he's all that he's not super lovable at the moment though. Well, he's not he's, supposed to be lovable, that's why I love him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it's just kind of tough to so so it depends on who's the more lovable team though. If if we mix them if we put one heel on the other team, one baby face on if we mixed it up a little bit more, would be kind of like I, I would think it would be just kind of interesting to see who people goes for because M- MJF is person like like really going after the booze like oh yeah that girl died in the front seat I'm a scumbag like she didn't die mouth. she just passed out something like that I don't know yeah but it was still pretty funny uh, yeah. still so funny. like a- MJF's going at- yeah he's going after even the dogs are barking from it. <laughs> All right, De Niro. I, I don't know. Like this might be controversial, but I honestly am sick of this storyline, and we're not even close to the pay per view. Like when they started this, and the first time when you had the MJF bar mitzvah, or whatever his rebar mitzvah, and you had the four pillars come out, I thought this was exciting. But at this point now, it's like it's being dragged. This was so predictable, especially last week when it was announced. If they win the tag match then they'll be able to do a... <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, you might want to get the camera there, my cousin. I'm not sure what I paid for, but it wasn't that. <laughs> it was, you know, last week when it was announced that if Jungle Boy and Darby Allen win this tag match, then they'll be added to the main event of Double or Nothing. Did anybody think that they were going to lose this tag match? Like, this was the plans all along, was to do a four-way. But the fact is... I really wish that AEW would have did one of their, you know, sick, what what do they call them? The 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 dynamites where they give like an extra title to, and they make it a little extra special, like you know, bash at the you know Broadway or some shit like that. And they would have had this match already because this matchup is already, in my opinion, getting well. This whole feud is getting boring. This whole storyline is getting boring, and we still have like a couple weeks until the pay per view. So I don't know how they're going to make this exciting, but right now, like. If this is the main event of the pay-per-view, I'm really not that interested in it. Wow. Oh, wow. They fumbled the ball. Like, this whole, you know, I like the fact it was interesting when everybody hated each other and they didn't have nothing nice to say about each other. And you got four guys who are young, up-and-coming talents that are going to be big stars for this company and homegrown stars who hate each other going at the title, going for the title at the pay-per-view. It started to get a little whack when you had Sammy and Matt, uh, Max. They became a team. And then Jungle Boy and Darby, who are baby faces, talking about shit that makes them like real life heels backstage. It's like that's when it got a little weird. And they were sh- like really reaching to just keep the stretch and make it, you know. They had too much time. They shouldn't even have introduced this until maybe like four weeks out. Because now when you're like eight weeks away from the pay per view and you still have to like build this storyline and you're trying to find new ways to have like little swerves here and there. It just makes the shit a little weird. I don't know. I'm not interested. Wow. I think, 
I think this is the case now we can say, hey, we wanted something different, right? And we got it different. And now we, we used to whine about the trials and tribulations to get to MJF, right? I think this is the time we could have done that. Like, I remember we, we said it a couple weeks back when this first started. We said, you know, we said, all of us said that they should make them three going through, you know, the trials of MJF. I think that if they would have done that, I think you would you would have been bored. I think would, we would have yeah. been like, oh, okay, okay, cool. They're fighting I, to I, get that title shot. Yeah, I, I remember that was the idea I came up with. Like, if MJF forced them to be a trio and had them going against other trios, like, you know, reluctantly, that would have been interesting. Like, have, you know, have the House of Black destroy Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara, like, and MJF is, like, paying off other trios to try to take them out. But in the end, they prevail, and then, you know – now, not only do they all hate MJF even more, but now they all have a chip on their shoulder and they want that title even more. This whole, oh, you're my best friend and I'll write you a blank check and let's kiss. And hey, you, you're, you're antisocial backstage. Don't act like you're everyone's friend. And hey, you, you're, your father was a movie star. And now he's dead. Like, all this shit's stupid. Like, come TV on. star, TV star. Eight seconds wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, he was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So yeah. I'll give, I'll give him a cameo star. But there you go. <laughs> go ahead, director. Break it down. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't supposed to be this bad. It wasn't supposed to be bad at all, obviously. And I like that they were giving these four pillars uh, mic time, TV time. I honestly thought Darby was better on the mic, but the more he talks, the worse he's getting. I don't know how that works. He used to be not bad. And his first promo and this whole storyline was really good. Um I do have faith that once Max retains over these four, that you're not going to see them in the title picture for a long time. And I'm cool with that. Um, I think this is just getting those players out of the way. So people can stop complaining like, Oh, they never give title shots to the up and comers to the homegrowns. Well, four of them just got, or three of them just got a shot all at once. And they just like fast tracked that conversation out of the, out of the dialogue. So after this, I don't know where MGF goes, but uh, I think that that was kind of the point of this was to just push him to the top and then push him into the back. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. We'll see the aftermath of this, and let's see how it's going to come down. I think we're going to get more promos in the next couple, of, the next couple of weeks. We're going to get promos on this for this main event. Damn, that's a bull. That's a be. That should be. Can't be debated. No, I can't be debated. Well, I, don't, I don't think anyone thinks Max is going to lose this belt to any of those three. No, but the thing is, remember we said we wanted to make it seem like he is because the day that gets invested in the story because it's, it's too obvious that he's going to end up winning. I, yeah, I it's, it's a red herring. They're they're definitely trying to make you think that Sammy's going to help him, and we know that like Sammy's going to be the first to turn on him or some shit. So we'll see. That's true. I mean, that's hmm. We'll we'll wait and see. I, I'm. We'll be tuning in next week for sure. But one thing I wanted to bring up, because I know that they're never going to see it, but we'll give them the highlights. And that is, of course, the deletion of the firm. Delete. Delete, damn it. Delete. The Matt Hardy compound that happened on Rampage, of course. Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Hook, and Isaiah Cassidy versus the firm, of course. And Stokely almost got ran over like Sammy Guevara right here. See, ah! You see that right there? That's what you, that's what you get right there. The firm deletion right there. Maxwell and his brother was about to run him over, and of course, look at that. You can't go wrong. <laughs> What's the dumb part? 
man, that's of course, good. you get the, the fireworks. Stokely, I don't know what the hell is he wearing that night, but whatever he was wearing, he entered the honey the hearty compound. He got tased by, of course, Poppy Rebby Sky's father, Senor uh, Benjamin. Senor Benjamin, yes. <laughs> and of course, they tied him up, and they started whooping on him. And speaking of that, and then uh, you had, as a matter of fact, where is it? Then I just had it. No, why you deleted it? Oh, oh, here we go. This is the one that I, oh, this is the one that I wanted. Oh, here it is. Right here. Maxwell doing the swan tom on Stokely. Oh, my God. Right on Stokely right there. Look at Stokely like, oh, no, no. And let's see, of course. And, you know, they had it tied up. And then, of course, you had, let's see. Oh, Capri. Capri, look, 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 look. He just gave to Ethan Page a, like, a move. I was surprised. Like, what? He gave him an actual move. I was really, really surprised of that. I did not expect that at all from Capri Coleman for him to do that. And, of course, uh, you had the Jeff Hardy choking out uh, Big Bill. That's what you had right there, choking it out. And then, of course, you know they won the match. It was over, of course. They won the match. And let me see. I got one more picture for you guys. You just can see the ending of the – how it ended. And it ended with a fire. The way how it ended with fire, meaning they added this, the logo, the Hardy logo. There you go. Hardy logo always changes. <laughs> always changes, yeah. I know. Uh, for company, yeah. I don't know who saw it. Did anybody see it? Anybody see the, the firm deletion? Nope. Nobody saw watch it? Rampage yet. I watched Rampage probably tomorrow. But that one was good. I, it was not I bad. Had fights, I had fights and backlash to catch up on, you know, prior I don't. I got to catch up with those, those fights too. That's for sure. But, I mean, I, honestly, this is more like a um, an opportunity for, for Jeff Hardy. Because Jeff Hardy was saying, you know, he thanked God. Like, I'm, he was so happy that he's back doing something that he loves to do. And this is like more, hey, uh, a reincarnation of him. Uh, basically, you know, making amends for all his past mistakes. And hopefully this time he fucking makes it up. And now he's back in action. But, man, hopefully you guys can see it. Hopefully you guys can see it. But I'm checking it out tonight for sure. Oh, yeah. And, of course, let's, let's talk about next week's preview of Dynamite. Jesus. look at Ooh, This looks stacked. This is stacked right here. Let's see that. Oh, my God. God. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenny Omega and Mox in the main event at the Steel Cage. Orange Cassidy defending the international title versus Danny Garcia. And at Ring of Honor, um, World Championship on the line, of course. Ray Phoenix challenging Claudio Castagnoli in a special what a Jeopardy, double Jeopardy match. Mm-hmm. The Trios Championship on the line, of course, the House of Black versus Best Friend of Bandito. And, of course, Anna J, baby, versus Julia Hart. And Christian Cage, I guess, he, since we saw that he challenged... You know, Wardlow for the for the TNT title. I thought it was going to be Luchasaurus, but he said no. It's not for him. It's for me. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Here we go. And yeah, then buried number- alive, and then you earn a title shot. I guess. I know, right? I guess so. <laughs> he got buried alive, and then now you earn a title shot. What's up with that? Then of course you have FTR responding to the challenge of Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. So this, this is a stack show. Look, this week's show of Dynamite was eh, wasn't the best at all. I'll tell you that right now. That Baltimore Merton crowd was dead most of the damn time. And that's usually a wrestling crowd, too, so that sucked to see. That's what I don't get. That's like you're – unless 
I'm so, I'm questioning. I wonder if they did a, a you know how like Chris mentioned earlier about doing pre-recording stuff. I wonder if they did that for Ring of Honor that day. That's what I want. I think they did because Ring of Honor they now they do Ring of Honor before the show, and the Ring of Honor shows are two hours. So they probably did a two-hour show before the two-hour show. Like you burn people out. Yeah. So man, what do you guys thought thoughts about this next week's card? I think this is gonna be a stack card for sure. I am excited for this one. Go ahead. Um, director, how do you feel about this card? I like it. Uh, obviously, that solves that Bandito is in Best Friends, so that problem solved. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Daniel Garcia is definitely – that should be a main event. That should be the main event. I don't give a fuck. That should be the main event. <laughs> Over Kenny and Monster in the cage match? Absolutely. Absolutely, especially in a cage match. Ooh. <laughs> it's, for, it's not for a title. We've seen them fight before. It's going to be blood. It's going to be guts. Uh, or we're going to get high-flying, technical, fast-paced action from Orange and Daniel Garcia. That's Those two are the future of the company, and they should be in the main event. Okay. Matt Callis, are you excited for this card? Rage in a cage, penis in your anus. Uh, <laughs> I, had to, I had to make that one. I got to I gotta say, the, it, I really hope, I've said this in last week that uh, that it really is Kenny and John grappling, wrestling, doing moves to each other. Like I want to see them because because it's been a lot of weapons. Like even in the title match, like the microphone and then the stairs on the outside. This is the only way they really got to keep it in the ring. And I kind of hope outside interference is really kept to a minimum. Like I understand they got to do it for some storyline. Or they could do it. Maybe they could save outside interference for after the match or something like that. But, right. but, but they. I really want to see how these two wrestle each other. Like all, all due respect to the hardcore lovers, but you know they. Let's see how they how how their moves are. I want to see you fist. I want to see throws. I want to see grappling. I want to see submission. I want to see you know just them on that level rather than what who actually is stronger. Melee, pure melee. So mm. I, I mean, all my love for Kenny, it, you know, that it, it puts me towards that. But Ray Phoenix is a former AAA champion, and it'll be cool to see him against Claudio. So that that'll be the, that's gonna be actually the one I'd probably going for. Anna J, Anna J and Julie, I gotta say that's like um that I, I think we now know for sure Julie Hart's now Julia Hart's now like a baby face because Anna Jay's part of the whole, you know, the yes. That, yes. yeah, that <laughs> you know, and, and it's weird because they're keeping her and Tay Conti out of the whole Britt Baker storyline. Yeah, you know. So it's like, oh you're we got we're gonna keep you busy with Julie Hart, so we're gonna keep you away from Britt Baker, you know. Um as for as for everything else, it, it, a lot of it just remains to be seen because it's just it's either stuff you haven't seen yet or unannounced co- competitors. Yeah, even they're they're excited to hear it. Neighbors <laughs> <laughs> are excited to hear it. Love it, De Niro, What are your thoughts? What are you excited for in this card? This looks like a really stacked card. Like this looks better than what Double or Nothing is probably going to look like. This card. Is- <laughs> um. Phoenix versus Claudio is going to be insane. Claudio is going to toss that man around. It's going to be awesome. Um, it's really nice to see the House of Black back on TV because they won those trios titles at uh, Full Gear. And then two weeks later, they, they had probably one of the biggest main events in Dynamite history when 
It was the Elite versus House of Black versus the Jericho Appreciation Society. And then after that, we haven't seen them for what? Like the last six, seven weeks in the ring? So glad to see them back. But, you know, we got to make sure that House of Black is on TV more often because not only are they champions, but they're so talented. There's one of the best trios that they got in the whole company. So really cool to see them back in the ring here. And, yeah, I, I agree that uh, Orange Cassidy and Daniel Garcia is going to be a phenomenal matchup. I like the fact that Orange Cassidy is constantly defending that title. It's right now, I believe, in my opinion, and I think everyone would agree that that title is more prestigious than the TNT champion, especially with the way he's defending it. And very, yeah, very true. yeah, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. We've seen them in an exploding barbed wire steel. Well, exploding barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> well, exploding. But we we Hold seen on. them in the uh, the lights out matchup. Now we're seeing them in a cage match. We we haven't seen them wrestle each other for quite a while. But I think that this you know not to disagree with Matt, but it should be an all out hardcore assault because they shouldn't wrestle. You have a guy who tried to you know end his career. You had John Moxley who knocked out uh, Don Callis, his his father figure, and like busted him up and put him in the. He had a what was it, a brain hemorrhage that they said from Yeah, something from like him being split open? So I think that, you know, once you get these guys in the cage, it shouldn't be a wrestling match. This has got to be an all-out war. You had these well, guys try to pull they, out a fucking screwdriver and kill each other. Well, they, so, they don't need to do that. I think they could probably get the point across with Fist. So if it just, if, like a good boxing, like if, if Kenny tries to box with Moxley, that would be kind of cool. A little bit like, you know, wrestling boxing, kayfabe boxing. You know, and I think that that's something that would be interesting because, like, real quick, like, I, I know that Kenny Omega has jujitsu training, and I know he could really fight. You Same thing with uh, John Moxley. So if they tried to go, like, the MMA route here, being in the cage, if they just, like, ha- let these two just, like, you know, shoot with each other for a little bit. Not shoot, but, like, work shoot, make it look like it was realistic. Yeah. You know, I think that would be really interesting to go that route. Triangle locks, punches, ground and pound, like, all the, yeah. all the works. Uh, they could go blood sports style. Yeah, they, they, it could. They could. rules. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for the trios because I want to see Bandito and mix it up with all three members of House of Black: Bandito, Malachi Black, Bandito, Brody King, Bandito, Buddy Matthews. Oh shit, that's mm-hmm. gonna be good shit. I cannot wait to see it. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's right. Exactly. So I cannot wait to see that. That's gonna you're be my boy, blue. You're my boy. You're my boy, blue. You're my boy, right? Right, Leo. You're my boy too, Leo. Yes, just tell me you. I love it. Love you too. That's right. But man, and and the Julia. I liked I liked their pushing Julia, but she still needs a lot of work in the ring, though, man. That woman. Okay. She could take her sweet time in that ring on, yeah, on TV yeah. cameras that I watch. Yeah, absolutely. I love it too. I mean, I, <laughs> I love it too. That's a great one. The cage match, though, the cage. I'm excited to see how they're gonna book it. For, and then, I think this card this is gonna be stacked. I don't want to hear Christian bullshitting, challenging Wardlow at fucking the war nothing. I don't want to see that. Yeah, that's a funny thing. thing. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Then FTR. Call me. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, FTR. They're gonna, they're gonna accept the challenge, of course, and then they're probably gonna get beat down by the whatever that faction is called. I mean, that, they don't even have a name. They don't even have a yeah. fucking name. 
Which one? Jay and Sanjay. Were they the firm? They were the beginning of the firm, weren't they? Were they? No, no, no. They were never the firm. They were like away from that. They should be called the TNA alumni and Satnam Singh. Yeah. Yes. Three, 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 three guys and another guy. <laughs> we got the, the, the pencil guys. The pencil. Oh man. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you for tuning in, but it's that time already. Robots, transform and roll out. Yes, for yeah, Warlow is going to destroy Christian Cage for sure. That's going to be a squash, is unfortunate. But no, there you have it. It's still going to be a twenty-five minute matchup. Oh my god, I hope not. <laughs> it's going to be a technical display of brilliance. <laughs> Let's hope not. But, man, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in here today in our three-year anniversary show, episode 151. Not Bacardi 151 because, hell no, that shit is disgusting. No, never drink that. And I'm not going to drink that either. Oh, I'm gonna, no. no. Yeah, yeah, you already know. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, if I were to take Everclear than that, no. <laughs> Screw that. But, man. I appreciate you all for tuning in, and I appreciate my family here. Three years knocking it down here. It's a blessing. We're heading for another one. A lot of revamps you'll be seeing, rebranding here on the show, with already with the new logo out, new type of style thumbnails, new overlays that we're going to be using, and more, more content you'll be seeing here, more about the director here giving his shorts. He's going to be giving, you know, a little take about maybe a debate of the week. Hey, debate this. He's going to digress about something. I I got a lot of individual thoughts that I need to get out in 10 seconds or less. So (laughs) That's right. It's 10 seconds was the director. But a minute was the director. We'll we'll figure it out how it's going to happen. Yeah, but Instagram reels are a minute 33 exactly, so I'm going to keep it in that that wheelhouse. Okay. That's perfect, perfect. And, man, don't forget to follow us, subscribe to us, on here on the COD, on the YouTube, on the social medias. And don't forget also on the Bloodline Entertainment Network as well. If you're watching this on Twitch, on YouTube, uh, just make sure you subscribe to the Bloodline Entertainment all over the socials and YouTube. And go to the bloodlinenetwork.com to find all your sports, your articles for, for MMA, the, boards, the, the MMA bed slips from Bakley, the MMA articles from Bakley. You got the pro wrestling articles. You got MLB, NFL fantasy draft, anime, and soon on Tuesday, the director's cut, of course, with the movies with Graydon. Looking forward to seeing all of this next week. Go to bloodlinenetwork.com to get everything there, even the audio, even the video, everything. Everything you need up to date is right there. Anything you need. But, man, I love you guys, man. Three years strong, baby. Three years. years. I've been involved with the Bloodlines anime section I got to let them know I'm interested. I'll, I'll put okay. in my Okay. Absolutely. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. But, man. And don't forget, also, in when is the date, director, this is a movie, this this song is going to come out? What is it? It's on the, if you play the video, it's at the top. Okay.
That's right. I mean, Chris, I the katakana, the hiragana, and the kanji that you guys have in the video. Yeah, no, it's just for, uh, for small barbecue. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's his exit out. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, those of is what I've been seeing with my family, of course. Mike De Niro, Mr. No Rose, Little Preston DeLorean, Matt Callis, of course. Let the people know, Mr. Don Callis. Let Stanford the Stooges. Stooges know that here at the COD and the Blood and Entertainment Network, we don't just podcast. And also the rest of the DeLorean, we don't just podcast. What do we do, Mr. Callis? Tell them. We don't just make podcasts. We make history. Must be you, Jew. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh my God, it's so great. Bang! Yes! <laughs>